0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Travis. And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour welcome 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 you are now listening to another episode of the drinking water podcast
1: awesome good water you got there max
0: it's uh it's infused with three thousand different minerals uh my skin has turned translucent and i have seen god (laughs) uh no but welcome back welcome back everybody to another episode of amateur hour this is episode 1515 that's a We just keep climbing. It it shocks me every single week that we do it, but the the number of episodes keeps going up.
1: It's halfway to 30, even though I don't know why I picked 30. It's an arbitrary number, but it's halfway.
0: But that's important because, you know, when we are 30 years old, we will be... All right, no, we, (laughs) we did that joke last week. Today, we have some exciting topics, but we are going to kick it off Shreyas with the Weekly Highs. The
1: weekly highs I'll start with the personal high. been you know doing a doing a fair amount of of, of introspection and not even just introspection. Just like looking at myself, and uh, I've noticed, you know on the outside, uh, built up a pretty decent beard. it's not it's not a hey. it's not something special in terms of length, but it, it's it's something where usually around this time, I get uncomfortable with how long it's getting. And I think it may be just a factor of laziness mixed with a sprinkle of more more laziness. Like I just like, <laughs> but but after some time, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna like continue making sure whatever I have looks good, even though I don't want to like go through the work and the hassle of trimming it all down. And
0: are you I like beard it. oil it? Like are you yeah 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 beard yeah,
1: yeah. beard bomb, beard? You know what I mean? Oh, like, um, just ladies.
0: A this Gentlemen, is... <laughs> watch watch out. Oh, wait, that's sweet. Can you uh, no. send uh, pictures to our Twitter? No, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, all well okay.
0: Save so that the for tweet. the
1: OnlyFans.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> $5 a month will get you pictures. <laughs> of my beard
1: (laughs) nothing else though
0: no no nose just lips and beard that's it yeah
1: just 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 like a like you know how they have the the blurred out picture with like one flower in a field of many it'll just be like one hair on my beard with like the blur of everything yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh so between is your is your beard like on a scale of let's just say baby's bottom to duck dynasty where does your beard fall
1: Oh, 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 oh. It's it's closer to baby's bottom, I would say, compared to many other beards out there. Like, it's only been, it's only been, like, maybe three weeks or something, and I usually, usually every two weeks, I trim it down to, like, like the, the version of, like, a two on a haircut. Like a, like a one or a two oh, on a sure. haircut. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I just don't like having like a clean shaven face because I feel like I'm sixteen again. And I, <laughs> like it reminds me of my my junior operator license picture and it
0: just gives me flashbacks
1: <laughs> and I don't like it. But
0: so sure I I, my ID. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta
1: I gotta keep a little bit on there. But I've I've had it I've had it before where I've grown it maybe like a month, a month and a half, and it just That's gets long. too long. Yeah, and it gets it gets too it gets too like kinda for right. me but but now that i'm kind of like you know edging the sides and you know keeping it kind of decent in a sense i'm right. like i'm I'm starting to get like a little bit okay with it and now i'm like okay yeah and i'm like okay i don't have to like do anything for a little bit and then once i get to the point where i'm like yeah i gotta go back like and start over i will Marty, that time will come yeah but i'm feeling positive right now so it's all good
0: that's good that's good yeah. that's, a, that's a huge improvement yeah, what it was my weekly high a couple, day, a couple, a couple days, couple couple days. Yeah, we do these every single day. No, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they, getting facial hair that you're like somewhat proud of that you could be seen in public with is yes. a huge achievement. Yes. So yeah, congratulations. Here's you, a confetti? You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what uh, about what about the sports world? What's uh? What's good? Yeah,
1: what am I? What am I high on in the sports world? I'm gonna talk about the Boston Bruins. The, the Boston Bruins. Since the deadline, have been three zero. The trade deadline have been three and zero, and I'm really liking how they've been playing, especially the new acquisitions. So they they did a lot of work at the deadline. We'll talk more about this when we talk about the Bruins as a as a whole. But they did a, they made some acquisitions, and I like how the, you know the young pieces have been playing and they're making an impact. And I just like how they've been playing. I have enjoyed coming out of the the trade deadline break and seeing this kind of new and invigorated team playing for the for their positioning in the playoffs and I'm I'm really high on them right now. We'll see how it gets when you know the games start mattering a little more <laughs> closer to the closer to the, the the playoffs. But right now I think for what it's worth I, I like the direction they're going in. So I'm high on them right now.
0: That's good. Yeah. Well I mean you'd like to see you like to see just a team like get their act together early on, and of course they're not going to win everything. What's their no. their record this year? They are twenty four, twelve, and six. Hey, pretty good. That's pretty good. It's
1: pretty good. They've, they just uh, beat
0: the Islanders yesterday, so uh,
1: they beat them, beat them back to back, beat them back to back. What? yep, Yeah, that's Jeez. a big development too. We're going to talk about that. That's a big development.
0: Okay, all right, that's coming. Hey, coming up next, but first a word from our sponsors. <laughs> You know what? We don't have any right now, but uh, if you're looking to, give me your money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now we're going to turn it down a little bit. We're going to get over to the weekly lows. (coughs) The lows. (coughs) This week, for me personally, was not a good week, just for various things. So, yeah, down, down a little bad. Sipping on the down bad juice for a little while. Uh, and it's okay. Uh, like we yeah. said last week, fellas, ladies, it's important to take care of your mental health. So again, if you or a friend or anybody is going through it, sipping their down bad juice, reach out, talk to them, point them in the right direction. And and honestly, just joking around with somebody is, is a great way to help them. So I want to actually shout out some of my friends who have uh, put the support in and talked to me, Jared, Paul, Michael, my family, like, thank you guys for being there to support me. So I really appreciate it.
1: Just like words of encouragement. Like it doesn't have to be much to, to to help someone's day. You don't have to like, yep, I guess give the like, you know, go through like a paragraph or, or things like that. If you're not, if you don't know what to say in the moment and just, just yep. a little bit here and there, you know, make sure people know that you're there for them it really helps out. So appreciate you talking about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You know what? And, and Trey is too. Thanks for being here to talk about sports. Cause this is a, Great way to unwind the week and talk about, talk about everything that was happening like that. This is good. Hey, and we've been here for 15 weeks. We're we're still cruising 15. That's huge. That's a lot of weeks. That's a, that's a lot of damage. It's just (laughs) cool though, because really like me and Shreyas are, you know, we're not, we're, we are quite literally amateurs. We, you know, Mm -hmm. are not professionals, but Mm -hmm. we've been doing it and we've been having fun. So again, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Your support means, I mean, a lot, just like getting those messages from time to time is like, dude, even if like you don't listen to the podcast, or even if you've listened to five minutes of one episode, or maybe even if you just clicked on our Spotify page, you know, that means a lot that you took time out of your day to help support us. So for everybody doing that, and also shout out to the people across the world that have have been listening to us. We have a pretty good following in Hungary. So shout out to everybody over there. Shout out to people in the United States, Canada. Super of cool. our hungry
1: fans, of course. Gotta gotta make yes. sure they,
0: they know that. Yes, we 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 see you every week. So so thank you. All right. So another bad set of news. Jamal Murray tore his ACL. Oh <sighs> that stinks. The golden arrow.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: And it's tough to see, right? You don't want to see. I mean, the ACL injury. I mean, that that that's that's the injury that you like don't want to see, you know, high ankle sprain. Is up there. That's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, bruised bones or stuff like that. You know, if you get maybe carousel verts, like some carcinoma, like you you don't want to see that but an ACL, like right under yeah. your knee. Oh
1: anything anything non-contact is just like you you can't automatic you automatically think like oh non if that was non-contact, like you're thinking the worst because mm-hmm. for some reason ACLs like ACLs, NCLs, PCLs, like they all tear when you're you know twisting your leg and and things like that it's not like someone is bumping into you and then you're you're tearing your acl like that doesn't it feels like it doesn't happen in sports that often it feels like someone's landing wrong or you know they they turn the wrong way and it just like happens like a freak accident it was it was tough to see jamal murray go through that
0: yeah because he's he's been pretty healthy for most of his career and he's you know, I mean, again, we we mentioned him a couple weeks ago, but he is the man who dueled it out with Donovan Mitchell last year in the playoffs, both dropping multiple 50 point games, mm-hmm. going absolutely crazy. Still can't believe that the Jazz of all teams blew a 3-1 lead. I I watched I watched one of their games the other day. I just love how they I just love, love, love how they play and how mm-hmm. they move the ball and how every single person on that team is so unselfish. So unselfish yeah. to the point where sometimes they'll they'll like you know, be swinging the ball and they'll get a look, and I'm like, shoot that one. And then they, they keep <laughs> and then they a better look. <laughs> and, then, and then you see you no, 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 no. into go <laughs> back. Go back. Go back. That one was good. <laughs> They're like, yeah. the, the, the Quinn Styles, like, pass, pass, pass it. Pa- keep passing.
1: Like, <laughs> Quinn Styles is like, has like a little like godfather to him, too. He looks kind of like, he looks like, He's just like making mob moves on the side sidelines. Like he's like he's like, Donovan, go there. And Donovan's like, Yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> like it just looks like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna make hands. you an
0: offer you can't refuse Donovan. <laughs> I need you to win MVP next year. <laughs> You're gonna be the greatest two god this game has ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a really poor Marlon Brando impression or just that's what I think of. The quote-unquote mobster, but <laughs> just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah, well, he's is he is he part of the Mormon mafia?
1: No, oh, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know where Quinn, Quinn is from. He just turned into a great coach, and I I appreciate his <laughs> style. I have no watch out, watch no, out, watch out. <laughs> no clue. I like it's is he's one of those guys where like you think of a coach, right? You're like, oh, Brad Stevens, he coached a Butler, Gordon Hayward Stav- Gordon Hayward, Mister Shaw, and you're like, you kind of know a little bit about them before they get to. Be a great right, coach. Doc
0: Rivers used to play pro ball. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like you know about. Like I literally know nothing about Quinn Snyder. I have no clue about. <laughs> I just, like, I, like he's one of the good coaches. Like he's getting like to be a a pretty good great coach. And yeah. I still have no clue. I have like. I wonder. <laughs> Where did you, know you come talking? from? <laughs> <laughs> I just know. Hey, he's a good guy. He looks like a great guy.
0: <laughs> a good mob guy, at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, he, Rudy, he, he listen, look- Rudy. If you try to shoot the three again, you don't wanna know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so stay in the paint and pass and dunk the ball, okay?
1: Yeah, he's got he's got the he's got the slicked back hair and the the, the, his the ring, straight like face. twelve rings. Yep. Yeah, his straight face, like he looks like like Robert De Niro could play him in a movie about the Utah Jazz. Like you know what I mean, like <laughs> young Robert De Niro. <laughs>
0: oh uh, uh, he really did actually that's a good point He came out of he came out of the rafters
1: he came <laughs> out of nowhere now he into, out of nowhere <laughs> he started to the top coach on the top team
0: well let's see if they stop blowing huge leads yeah playoff wise all right yeah. so that is yeah again uh you know prayers up for jamal murray yeah and you know lebron and ad are still injured ad is very close to a return But again, you hate to see that. Yeah,
1: still a couple weeks. I thought the last report I saw about LeBron, he was like three weeks away. That's what they're saying.
0: Yeah. James Uh, Harden's still injured.
1: Yeah. KD is on injury management. Like a lot of big stars just not playing right now. And I don't know. It's it's been weird not seeing a good game of the Lakers recently or
0: yeah. The Lakers uh, a little bit on the the struggle bus. A little bit on the struggle bus
1: yeah, they've been treading water, though. I think they, they honestly, like that's all they need to do. because, like you know when LeBron and a d come back, it doesn't matter whether they're one or ten like in the play in game, they could they're gonna like get into the playoffs and make a run for the finals. Like who cares where they are? But like as long uh, as yeah. they stay, like it just shows kind of like as long as they stay treading water, like if they stay in that five hundred range without those guys, yeah, like, that's really good. That shows how deep they are like just having Schroeder and Morris and THT, THT and Drummond and all these guys Tre- like, like Trez
0: Harrell. Like, yeah, just like all. that's
1: almost enough to be a 500 team without those guys. Like that's that's deep and like that's scary mm. to me. From oh, the dude,
0: it, well, hey, don't sleep on a Caruso show either.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Let go!
0: Uh, did you also see too? Just while we're on the uh, the NBA topic, you see that yeah. Zion had uh, a very important drive that was absolutely denied. So so Zion gets blocked. Zion gets stuffed by Daniel Gafford. Who knows? Maybe they've cracked the code of the. Maybe they found the kryptonite of the Zionster.
1: Oh wow! And then he lost. They lost the possession too. Yep. Oh, I did not see this.
0: Yeah, I know. We're going to. We're going to get right into the frickin' meat and potatoes. Today, we're going to be talking about, like Trey said earlier, we're going to be talking about the Boston Bruins. Yeah. So Trey, take it away, good sir. You like what you see. I do. And since why? The, well, hey, since, listen, they are yeah. 20, 24 and 12. I don't care which team you're on. I will I will take that.
1: Yeah, Um. they were off to a, a pretty good start, really hot start to the season. I think they went 10 and 1, something along those lines. And... At that time, you were thinking, like, whoa, I didn't expect this from this team because they had been kind of through this, we go to, like, we've gone to the to the finals and the cup finals and now we're on the kind of downswing, we have our older pieces, like, it just feels like we're on the downs, downturn as, in a sense of, it's not all the way bad. But it wasn't right. what it once was a couple of years ago when you were like, wow, this team is making a run. This team you know, needs to make this last hurrah. And it, like, that was kind of like a very hyped couple of years right there. And now you're at a point where you're like, you're not expecting like the biggest thing out of them right now, but you're expecting them because they still have solid pieces like Marchand and Bergeron and Krejci. You're expecting them to be good. You're expecting them to stay competitive, maybe win a round or two. And then <clears throat> bow out to a, a really good team like the Lightning or you know the Capitals, or things like that. Like that have, just have more younger talent, more top end talent than they do. The Bruins were at a crossroads, kind of a couple like a week like a week or two ago because they were very up and down. They were losing you know games against the Islanders and the Capitals, and then they would win games against like the sabers and then you would think oh like this team is you know gonna be somewhere because this team is beating you know this team in this way but then they're losing to this team in that way and you were just kind of confused about the team and so is, it, was, it was a tough are just, they right yeah what is their what is their identity right now and they've they've been through a lot too they a lot of their d- defensive core has been decimated where you're like what is this team how are they going to play if anyone's healthy if they're like what's going to happen? Like I'm confused just talking about it. You can see. So
0: well, that's kind of you know, Shreya, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up, just because it's it's like the Celtics were in the middle of the season too. Yeah, that's a
1: good that's a good analogy.
0: Like you said, it's like you you think about it. You're like, who are who? Like, what are you doing? Like you're like you said, you're losing to teams that you shouldn't be losing to. Mm-hmm. Then you'll come back and you like beat a team by a freaking nail biter after you've come back. Like what what are you what you. Yeah. What, why? Why? Why do you put one fans through this? But also, like, you got to figure out like, are you going to be that strong defensive team? Are you going to be that team that always scores off like a power play? Like, what do you? Yeah. You know.
1: Well, yeah, and that's that's one thing is that a lot of their issues were offensively, and like although the defense was was a problem, they just could not put the puck in the net. Like I remember watching this game before the deadline. I think it was like late March. I think they were playing the Devils, and there was just. It was just so frustrating to watch because you would see all these chances being set up and then nothing, nothing was you're going are blowing it! it. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like hockey is it's not like, you don't get really good chances a lot. So you gotta capitalize on the ones you get because you just don't know when you might get that type of, it's it, that chance again. And then they lose that game one nothing, and you're like, oh, but it's the Devils. I, I, you would see games like that and you're like, oh man, they can't score. And then and then the next day they're playing the Penguins, they score seven goals like a couple games later, and you're like, Whoa, wait, where did this come from? Like, how what type, what type of team are you? Like, this is very inconsistent. Like, why can't you, you know, consistently score two, three goals a game? Like, where's that offense coming from? And a lot of them is like Pasternak has been not the same player he was early he, on isn't in the season. Is he getting
0: older though? Isn't he getting older? Pasternak? Yeah. No, he
1: should be in his prime right now, dude. He like it's then it's what's very wrong confusing. With him? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mental? Do you think it's mental? It has to be because he's – I think it's one of these things where he's not kind of getting down in the action. Like, it feels like he's going through the motion. This happened a couple times before where when he gets into these slumps where he's just not, you know, being a great facilitator, he's not putting the puck in the net, and that's what he's supposed to be good for. He scored 48 goals during the right before the covid bubble started right so he scored for he scored 48 goals and you're like that's his peak like he's a top goal scorer in the league and he should be every year but then if he's not scoring for a month he's not i guess being active in other areas like he's not getting to the puck back fast he's not getting back to the puck fast enough he's not back checking fast enough and you're like dude you can't just be skating around there kind of you know waiting for your shift to get it like get over you gotta like get in down and dirty and that's how you'll be able to get the puck later on you'll Mm -hmm. the puck will find you and you'll you'll be able to score so i think it has to be a little bit of that mental where he's like kind of almost down bad on himself at this point because he's not doing much
0: (laughs) is that the theme of the week being (laughs)
1: it, it might be it might be and I'm really hoping he turns it around and kind of just shows a little more effort because we really need him, especially when you're playing top end teams like the Capitals and the the Lightning. Those are two teams that you need to to be on your A game for. So I want to see you a little more out of him during those those bigger bigger regular season games to end the season. There's not a lot left too. So he's gotta show up. You felt this inconsistency and now the trade deadline comes. So then they went out and they paid a very cheap price for Taylor Hall.
0: Taylor Ooh. Hall, which who I've been hearing some very positive buzz about. He is yeah. well, so I just yeah, you know, again, we're not really big on stats, but since mm. adding them, Ruins are three and oh, outscoring yeah. their opponents ten and three. And he has already had two goals. So
1: Yeah. Very positive development because pretty good. He he was on a he was on a Sabres team that was at the bottom of the league. And yeah, he had yeah. had two goals all season. I think he had two goals and seventeen assists. Which seventeen assists is fine. You're in a shortened season. You're at least like doing something. But the two goals, this guy was a, a twenty. I think even twenty eighteen. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, he won the Hart Trophy. So he won the trophy for the best player in the league, the MVP of the league. And he had a thirty-seven, thirty-eight goal season. And this was with the New Jersey Devils. And he. He brought him, I think he brought him to the playoffs that year. And you're like, wow, like that's the top end. You know, he's a, he's a first line, top six forward, like easy. Like you would think like that kind of guy would never get traded like this. Right. He's, but he's, I think everywhere he's been, they just can't stick with him long enough because a lot of, I don't know if it's like a, like a teammate thing or like a dynamic thing, but he's had, a bunch of like like 10 or 11 coaches throughout his career on mostly bad teams. So it was one of these things where you're like, this guy's just being bounced around. Will he ever get his head on straight and play up to his potential? And right. then he goes to Buffalo because he gets the best contract there. And you're thinking Buffalo hasn't been anywhere. Like, is this guy going to actually do something there? And no, Buffalo is the same and he's worse off like on that team. Now he's coming here, and you paid. I think you paid a second rounder, so not not the biggest pick. You're not really, you know, fawning over second rounders like Danny Ainge would. But uh, sorry, I
0: need them. (laughs) Second rounder,
1: yeah, and your second rounder and Anders Bjork. So you know, bottom. uh, He's a fourth line guy with a second rounder. It's not a not a bad price to pay you You like what you paid for a guy with that potential. And that's one thing you're talking about, Taylor Hall. You're always thinking about the potential and it hasn't been panning out, but the, it's always in the back of your mind. And like you said, Max, you know, outscoring the opponents ten to three, I think you said. And
0: yes. yep.
1: So I really like how active he's been. There's been some times, though, that he has been more focused on the offensive end, and that is one of the the kind of digs on him is that, he doesn't really get back as fast as he should. But I think if he's scoring, he'll be more willing to get back. And I think considering he scored two goals already, I'm feeling good about our chances to to have him play and be engaged the whole year. The, The second one I want to talk about was Mike Riley. So we got him from the Ottawa Senators. So we paid a third round draft pick in 2022 for Mike Riley. Yeah, uh, left shot, def- left side, left shot defenseman. He's a great puck mover. Uh, just coming out of the back end, he wants to push the puck, and he's a guy that we really needed because we are so decimated, as I said, on the 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 defensive side, and we have a lack of left left defensemen. So that was a real need that we needed, and they addressed. And I I was surprised that they specifically address the need and the type of player you want no they knew left shot defenseman left side let's get him Mike Riley I think he's like 30 31 and I was like that's great Ottawa's not going anywhere let's put him on a team that that is going to go somewhere and and let's see what he does and he's been really good at, at moving the puck up and you know getting us more with a sense of urgency so that's been really good last week was curtis and who came in with the uh taylor hall trade and he's been great on the fourth line not much to not much to say he's you know energy guy the fourth line has been playing well that's been a huge uh de- detriment to our team right now is if you want to play all four lines and not have to you know depend on the the perfection line the bergeron Pasternak Marchand line always for scoring you got to get something out you got to get good shifts with the fourth line and i think curtis lazar is 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 uh, is providing that and then before we before we kind of wrap up the wrap up the segment max i wanted to talk about our young goalies i don't know if you're able to catch some of the games um for the bruins but recently we've been playing especially with tuca out for some time and halak out for some time we've been seeing some of the young guys so uh you've probably heard of a jeremy Swayman.
0: And yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jeremy Swayman and uh, Dan Vladar, and they've been, for the most part, really, really solid. If they're playing like this, just from a couple starts, you never know. Maybe they get hot and you know help you part of a run, and then boom, you're you have a future guy. It's happened before. You know, one one of them I think of is uh, Bennington, Jordan Bennington in St. Louis, who ended up beating us in, in 2019, but I think w- one of the guys, he just got hot at the, at the end of the year, rookie. And then they won the, they won the Stanley cup. So, uh, really like our future with those two right there too. So I'm liking where the Bruins are going right now. I thought I was, I was kind of, you know, suspect for a little bit, but then I'm, I'm back on board right now. So
0: happy Bruins day. Go, absolutely go bees. All right. Great. So our next section, we're going to be doing our last and final round of the gauntlet. So for those of you who don't know, the gauntlet is very similar to other start bench cut formats, except this time we have four players. And Treas has to take one of them, give them his golden egg, his trophy, his award. Uh-huh. He's going to put two of them on his bench. And one of them yeah. he's going Probably. to send to work at Home Depot yeah. to never touch a basketball, let alone professionally ever again. These are the choices that he makes. He sent some great plays. He sent Jimmy Butler to work at Home Depot last week. So uh, will we forgive him for that? I don't know.
1: You're gonna you're gonna redact that in the edit, right?
0: No. <laughs>
1: no. You're not. Nope. That one's out <laughs> no. there.
0: This is the same. No. That's the same value. Well, I, it was actually really tough. It was. It, it was tough. You, you brought it down Jimmy Butler and Kawhi. All right. So this week is also yeah. this week's round of the gauntlet features. The point guards of the NBA: Stephen Curry, okay. Damian Lillard,
1: okay.
0: Luka Doncic, okay, and this Kyrie it. Irving. So, <laughs> Shrey, who are you giving your top dog award? No. Who are you putting on your bench? And who's going to go work at Home Depot? No,
1: why couldn't you?
0: That's my A. <laughs> why did
1: you... I feel like I feel like? Did you set me up? I feel like you took it easier on me for the past four. Like I feel like there was always one guy where you were like where
0: who you I, could who was easy to like who yeah, like you could get rid of.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like easy to like like you know like these guys are so good that this
0: one guy, all is four not, of them. Yeah. All four of these guys are these, there's not uh, one. There's not one that you can really live without. So, uh, I'm going to see where your twisted mind goes. I want to see who you're going to put oh my god okay first of all, all right. who are you gonna, I you gonna could start, argue right? the, mm-hmm. the case could be argued that any of these guys deserves the top award yeah 100 100 like every single one of them in their own right can 100%. deserve the award so so i mean if
1: you're asking me i'm starting curry he's your man yes and like i'm not even going to talk about skill set because we all know what curry can do on the court
0: Oh my god, he's, he's insane. He's insane. Yeah. I've never seen anybody like this ever.
1: Yes. Un unbelievable. Especially this this past like ten, eleven game stretch. He's like thirty points.
0: He's every, a not, nine nine game, game, nine game, thirty point plus thirty yeah. plus point scoring streak. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nine game, thirty plus point scoring streak. He had I think it was like thirty three threes in a three game stretch or something. Um or something ridiculous like 31 or 32 threes in a three-game stretch it was Insane. unbelievable um, yeah it was it was like you know, it was like
0: 8 11 and 10
1: yes unbelievable my sole reason for putting him above the other three is that he is the only guy that you can specifically say you can build around him he's he's probably the only guard in the league that you can specifically or just Steph curry you, you can, can do specifically, just Steph curry yes like usually, the guy you're building around
0: needs in access. this
1: era in this era has been a forward or a center, like a forward oh, or a big
0: man. You know, what I, I mean? see what you're saying. Okay, like
1: there hasn't been a lot of point guard led championship teams, and it's just it just doesn't happen as often as the the small shooting guard, small forward, or the power forward, center, like those types of guys, like the bigger guys. So he's one of those guys, and you just gotta make you just gotta, you know, give him his just do, give him his roses. He's won when he didn't have a big three or four. Like he's won when he did have that. And he made himself known on both both sides. So respect to him. He's that guy. He's that dude.
0: Okay. Yeah, he I mean Yeah. I, guess, I mean, what I what are you gonna what what can you say against Steph Curry? I mean, he is a Steph Curry's a champion, dude.
1: Right,
0: he's a champion three times champion, over.
1: Champion, his team, uh, regardless of the three-one memes from twenty sixteen. Right, we still have to rehash those every now and then. <laughs> but and it's fun to rehash them. I'm not gonna lie, it's fun to rehash them, especially when a team loses by three-one. You're like, ha ha, pulled to Golden State, right?
0: No, yeah, but they were unstoppable. They were unstoppable yeah. for That's that five-year teams, stretch. The team was 70,
1: seventy-two and ten, or seventy-three and nine.
0: Seventy-three and nine, yeah
1: unbelievable even in a team even in a year they lost unbelievable year unanimous mvp and it's one of those things where you're like like lebron is always lebron is always over he's you know people they just give it to people that they have a good year because they can't give it to lebron every year like no no no. when curry has that type of year he's better than lebron like that year you know what i mean like he's one of those he's one of those guys where you're like nah lebron had a good year that year but Stephen curry deserved it that year.
0: Sever- well think about dude his passing like his I, uh, dude i just can't i can't there's like his his handles too i love he reminds me a little bit of like steve nash and the way that he dribbles and his dribbles mm-hmm. are so like crisp but he's upright the whole time like he's, he, he's like he's like he's like sits kind of low but his chest is up his head is up and he's so yes. like flexible and agile it's it's super impressive but then you know like when you think of somebody like like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. gets like down. Like this man is like dropping mm-hmm. his shoulders. like he and I, and I don't mean in like an aggressive offensive way. I just mm-hmm. mean like he's he's low to the ground. He's literally dribbling, like he's all over the place. But Steph Curry, he just has this refined nature to him. It, it's crisp. It's beautiful. I mean, ask, ask for a better point, God, really.
1: Uh, yeah, unbelievable. His ability to keep the dribble too in in
0: tight Unreal. spots.
1: Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he, he doesn't get phased. and I think that's something that's
0: You didn't get phased really by anything. Yeah, it's yeah. underrated.
1: So yeah. Steph Curry. Okay,
0: so Steph is your guy. Yeah. You know what, Shrey? I can't Do you I, yeah, I you. have I got made fun of so many times because I had a I had a, a Steph Steph Curry shirt. It wasn't an official jersey. It's, although it's so I do It's so
1: easy to hate him. It's so easy to like make you know jokes. Not, about I don't know. How, no, no, no. I, like no, I get no. it
0: is, but No, you know
1: what I mean? You know, you know what I mean where I'm like I'm not saying like I am
0: I'm defending Steph Curry, just like I yes. defend Tom Brady. Yes, yes. It's
1: so. It's he, Like it's so. Like what I'm saying is like it's so easy for the world to hate him because of. It, I don't know. Like he's he's like like when people get confident in a sense, like they gotta hate him. Like oh, like he's too good at his craft. Like you gotta like you know put him down. No, nah, he puts
0: in good. so much work, dude. He puts. In no, so no. Work.
1: But that's what people think. It's like it's like, oh, like LeBron, like, you know, he gets confident all of a sudden and you now, you know, the Twitter Twitter verse has to, you know,
0: Oh my god, Lafraud. The
1: Le- <laughs> and the LeBum and you're like like, like yes I love he, those. Yes, he has comments where you're like shaking your head like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you saying that? But that, like I will
0: never put that quote unquote LeBron, and that's when I knew I was the greatest basketball player of all time. You yeah, can't like, he said, say about like, yourself.
1: He said something that, like he says something like that, but now at this point, I'm like, man, that's that's fair. Like, like I can't even, I can't even hate. Wait, I thought
0: we point. said that Jordan was a goat.
1: No, what I'm saying, like when he when he says that about himself, you're like, I don't even, like I don't even care at this point because you're like so much better than everyone else that you play with and play against. <laughs> but, like, like I can shake my head at what you're saying, but like I'm not gonna hate on your game because I'm not gonna put like like hate on your name because. You you said some stupid thing once in a while, so it's like it's one of those things where like Curry and LeBron they get the same sort of rep in a sense because they're they're that good they're ta- they're that like game breaking. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to hate them in a sense, but it's so easy to love them too because of how they play. So that's appreciated for for Curry right there. You got me trying to pick between Lillard, Doncic, and Irving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I do. That is that is what I have you doing. <laughs>
1: I envy your spot right now of making. Of me not choose.
0: having to pick. Yes. Tracy, <laughs> if you want to flip it around, I can do one. But
1: okay, no, you know what? I'll I'll do it first, and I'll see what you think about it. So, okay. for my first bench spot, I gotta go. Ugh. now now I'm double. Now I'm double. I gotta go. Oh my god, this is so stupid, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Oh my god. No, like I'm seriously having a tough time because I would take all four of these guys. Like I like I would want to start all four of them on a team, let alone having one be benched like two be benched and one being cut like i would rather like have it like if you have a team with curry lillard Doncic, irving like that's the team it doesn't like, I, who cares yeah. who cares who cares you can
0: run you can run as small a ball as you need to because <laughs> like, i don't like, care who's on the other team you're gonna yeah. score every time like yeah. like 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 when they miss you won't miss
1: yeah okay i think i'm gonna have to pick lillard as one lillard as one of my bench spots the reason, oh my god so
0: you're going to decide between yeah between
1: Doncic and irving yeah uh, <laughs> and and i think it's one of those things where i'm also realizing that we have to give damian lillard his flowers while we're here too because
0: yeah
1: it's one of those things where you can't blame the guy for the team he's on in
0: terms of his in terms in of terms him of- not winning
1: Yes, and like in terms of oh, like team okay. construction, and I feel like a lot of people don't care as much about Lillard, regardless of like like it feel like meaning like they see what he does on the court, and they're like, "Wow, he scored or Did you see that shot by Lillard? But then the ongoing rhetoric about him kind of stops in that like fleeting moments that he has, and not that he's a. Like, uh an amazing basketball player and so like he kind of gets lost in the sauce discussions because he's not on a a big team like the Golden State Warriors when they had you know a massive
0: Portland also hasn't won anything like they've had they've had a, a recently and historically they've had a tough time in the playoffs I mean obviously you go back as far as Clyde Drexler they're doing very good but yeah They've just they. It's like they 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 have all these pieces, but they're always missing something.
1: They're always missing something, and and it's not for a lack of Lillard's trying, is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm getting close to saying, if Lillard was not on that team, and if you if you put average, if you put average point guard on that team, and they started 35 minutes a game, that team is going to be the worst, if not the second worst team in the league.
0: Wow, yeah, you think that like is that, all, that is all the it is all damn time.
1: It's 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 all Dame time. Like C.J. McCollum, great player.
0: He's not going to single-handedly a talented, carry a team. Talented yeah, talented scorer. He needs Dame he's, with him.
1: Yeah. Yes, he's not. He's not. He's a guy that plays so well off of somebody that I don't want to mess that up. Like I don't want him to think. I don't want him to get all the attention on a team, and then you look around at the glaring hole of oh my god
0: Um, yeah we've we've had
1: to we've had to put in like the zach collinses and the robert covingtons and the hassan whitesides and the
0: oh when it's
1: like you just get sad thinking about the blazers because lillard has literally thrown 40 points against like into the wind and then it just gets blown away because the blazers will lose some random game against like the timberwolves and you'll be like why did why did lillard score forty if everyone else isn't gonna pick it up. You know
0: what I mean? Against OKC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he his confidence in the big time um in the big times has started since he was a like a young gun. Like I remember him hitting game winning shots as a rookie. And then some of the biggest moments in the NBA have been by Lillard. So like the the shot against Houston, the shot against OKC in the playoffs. Like he hits big shots and he makes he wins you games that the Blazers should have otherwise lost. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like he's that, like, guy that if the team was right, he puts you so over the top and he makes you a top two, top three contender that, like, I can't get it past the fact that the team is losing. So I got to put Lillard as my first guy.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, that it's a good explanation. I mean, I just, now yeah, you I have can't. to choose between. Yeah. I Like, I know now that I've thought about it, I know who I want and who I don't but i'm just curious mm-hmm. to see what you're going to pick. So just yeah. without just give us your spark notes version of who you're picking and why and then we'll see the other person at Home Depot when we go and we can ask them about it.
1: Okay, I'm going to pick Doncic.
0: Yeah, boy. That's what I that's what I thought too. That's what okay. I that's what I was going to do. Okay. Though.
1: So, my spark notes version is <laughs> I know people are probably going to think oh the 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 whiny boston fan he did you wrong and now you hate him because he's doing well in Portland. <laughs> you know what i mean like it makes sense and obviously yeah. i can take that because like that's just the perception right
0: what did what did what did Joe Serlla <laughs> call us when he came? Out? He said we're New England pretty boys? <laughs> right. like I, I laugh. I live in the woods, Joe. You don't even know.
1: <laughs> like, I, like I, I get it. we We get pissed off a lot and we blame. Are you
0: kidding me, bro? Hey, oh, actually, actually, <laughs> I do want to say, actually, I saw a stat real quick. is that uh-huh. the the Celtics, the Bruins, yeah. uh-huh. and the Red Sox have won nineteen out of their last twenty one games.
1: That's pretty good.
0: I'll take that. Yeah. Are yeah. we back to? Uh, are we coming back up on Titletown?
1: Yeah, I think. I think maybe with this uh, year with
0: the Pats too, because the Pats might be really good. They might. Yeah. Might. Might be really good.
1: And I think this you is know. a good discussion. I think this is a good discussion for a future podcast, Max. And I think we should really yes. talk about this. Is is what what team do you think in town is going to be the first to win a championship? And I want to I want to give that out to the fans first because. Have oh, them that's a great question have them have them think about it and maybe we can put a poll on Twitter and we'll talk about it. But then when we get to it, I think that'll be a great discussion we could have. and I want to see everyone else's thoughts on that as well.
0: That's but, a great yeah yeah yep. that's a
1: good it's a good discussion okay, okay. so all right so, back so back to this. you
0: picked you have picked Luca Don Cheech yes, Luca Don I want
1: and I wanna give my I wanna give my I, Because he's
0: a god with the basketball. Did you see his yes. game winner the other day where he's unbelievable stepped, game winner floated I, over the three-point line, one-handed off balance, like pumped it, just kind of floated it up, and it just went well. My, favorite part,
1: was, my favorite part was the cra- like the reaction, and it was just kind of like What? <laughs> like, are we like it was just like it felt are like you so serious? casual? It felt so casual. I just thought he was just throwing it up to throw it up, and then I was gonna go to like You know they're gonna lose or whatever, or it's gonna be a a tie or something. And then you look at his foot placement, and he planned the foot out perfectly. And then he, like, it felt like he had practiced that. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I just understand him. And and to have a guard of that size, like he has a he has a not the best build, but he has a body of like like a like a Magic Johnson type body. He's a bigger guard
0: of a champion.
1: Yeah, and he's able
0: to. Magic Johnson's an interesting comparison. That's an interesting comparison to. That's not. That was. That would not be my first type to type body comparison. I would say. I would say active Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he's will be. He's basically the the guard version of Jokic.
0: He's the guard version. And... Of Imagine yo, please, Adam Silver, listen to this. I don't want to tamper, but get Luka and Jokic on the same team. Yeah. That's like no, six chips in a row. That's exactly. six chips in a row. I don't care who you put in there. Yeah, you could put the scrubs. You could put like Hassan Whiteside in, Wesley Matthews, you could put Derek Jones Jr. Like if you just put like all these like random ass people on the on that team, they're still winning.
1: Yeah. And when I think when I think of the last two guys that I had to choose from, every shot these guys put up, you think it's going in because that's how hot that they can get. And both of their abilities to pass, they have great ability to pass. I think Lucas is a better passer. Is a more willing rebounder, just from a defensive standpoint, because he's able to lead breaks. But the one thing that I was thinking about when I had to choose between them is, what is the best ability on the court? And it feels like a cliche, but I, I'm going to say it anyway. It's availability, right?
0: What
1: the best ability? The best ability is availability. And what, what does I mean that mean? That, what does it? What, what do you I mean? What I mean by that is, are you there when your team needs you? 100% of the oh. time <laughs> you know what I mean
0: and that's that's a real thing where it's like clown the clown clown Kyrie yeah well enough. like
1: I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna front on what he does like his rituals and like some of the stuff no not like, that like that's no not him. that like that's him that's him I, I honestly could care Less about how he lives his. Oh, game I'm dinner, I'm talking right? about
0: him not being there. Yeah.
1: Yes, I'm talking about just I'm not talking being about,
0: literally just not being there.
1: Yeah. I'm talking yep, about yep, his yep, yep, yep. being injury prone. He has been. You've seen it in the past where he, when he doesn't like his situation, he doesn't play with the same effort that he when he does like his situation, right? Luca's not in as good of a situation as Kyrie was when he was in Boston, yet Luca, you can see him continuing to put maximum effort into his Dallas team. When Kyrie was in Boston at the end of that 2018-2019 that season,
0: you could tell that... Dude did not care. He did not want to be there.
1: Yeah, you could tell that him and the Tatum and the Brown did not mash smart, did not mesh together, and Kyrie kind of just felt like he was waiting for next season. And you could tell during that Milwaukee series, which is so aggravating to me, how he played during that Milwaukee series. And then you see how he's playing now, and you're like, "Wow!" Like, you know Kyrie can play like this because he's one. He's made the big shots. He's played the big games. He's had the big performances. You one performance I can remember uh, off the top of my head that I was like, "Wow, this guy is insane!" Was. I think it was like six or seven years ago they played San Antonio and he had 55 and he had the shot to put him into overtime and then he owned overtime and I was like this guy is Uh, unreal this guy
0: yeah yep yep yep
1: like regardless of if LeBron's on this team this guy's a player and you wish that every place every time that he was there whether it was post LeBron he kind of felt like you know, like he was ready to move on. and He didn't put in maximum effort at the end of his Cleveland tenure, and then his Boston career kind of you know put a damper on that a little more. And then you're like, oh, now he gets to play with his friend.
0: Well, also, yeah. Well, KT. so yeah. And you're like,
1: whoa, whew, he's playing. You still had
0: that fit in the middle of the year, in which that we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And you're, you, my question to everybody was, what is Kyrie Irving's goal? It didn't make sense at the time. Even his family and friends said that he's ready to walk away from the game of basketball because of quote unquote personal reasons. And that, that was the one thing that I, I did not understand.
1: Well, it feels like, yeah, it feels like he knows he has a bigger purpose than basketball and obviously everyone totally fine. And I
0: love that. I love when, when people use their platform, when athletes when pro athletes, when, when celebrities, when millionaires, they use their platform, they use their, their money, their wealth, their experience, To empower people, like that's why that's why I was so so torn up when Kobe died. It's not only the loss of life, but it's the loss of the loss of of so much knowledge and so Mm. much inspiration and so Mm. much that he can give back and share. Mm. Like I love Mamba Academy. I love what he was doing for the WNBA. Mm. Like like that's the biggest thing for me. Is is that it was his second life. It was his second coming, and he, he was ready to give back. He was giving back to everybody. And that's what players can do. And you know, I have no doubt that Kyrie Irving can do that too. Absolutely. I, also, I love LeBron's I promise school. That's why I love, yeah. even when we, even when like a lesser known, when like a, you know, a bench player from like the Red Sox will go to like the, uh, you know, the, the children's hospital and just hang out with some of those kids. Like that's huge. Mm. Stuff like that. Like that, yeah. that, that, that giving back outside the game is, is phenomenal. Or just like using your voice or something. But is Kyrie going to, is he that guy?
1: Well, when I said like a bigger purpose, I meant like obviously using your platform is one thing. It's
0: oh okay, oh you like he, me. okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like and I feel like he is already thinking about his life after basketball in a sense that he knows there is a a bigger purpose other than what he is doing right now and what he considers his craft and his art form, as he has spoken on multiple occasions. I think, like, when you're when you're speaking about yeah,
0: having a walking <laughs> stick and wearing it to the game, that is my art. And if you don't get it,
1: <laughs> well, like, don't in, like, speak reg- to me. regardless, regardless of all that, like, he can he can do what he wants as long as he's you know being an active member of the team. And you <laughs> still have a sense of like, is he a leader for a team that doesn't have its like potential already fulfilled yet? You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. When you talk about like a Lillard, right? You can clearly tell that Lillard, even though the team is not at its full potential, right? He gets them to as much as he can get them to based on what they can do right now, if that makes sense.
0: And he doesn't complain. Right. Exactly like you said before. He doesn't complain. He doesn't tone down his own personal effort when his own situation is not or when his own situation is less than ideal. Yes. He won't stoop to a level. He won't take his foot off the gas. I mean, think about that that playoff series with OKC. OKC was favored to win mm-hmm. that. You have Paul uh, Paul George and, and Russell Westbrook teaming up. You have a pretty Mello. solid bench and mellow. Good assets off. The, like that was a pretty like solid all-around team. Right. Dis- disappointing, ultimately. But the Blazers were not favored to win. They it was it was Damian Lillard, McCollum, and that's about right. it. it. But he still gave his all. He still, and it showed when he had the buzzer beater. Right.
1: And then another, another, another situation I think of is Kawhi in Toronto, and I know we've talked about this in the past. Where yes, no one exactly any, we talked
0: about. We talked about last week. Yeah, last yeah. Week, yep. We
1: had no idea. Like they had no expectations, and then Kawhi with his play, single handedly, you know, brought the best out of everyone out. And that's something. And they won a chip. Yeah, and they won a chip. And now, like, I feel like that's something that I still haven't seen fully develop out of Kyrie is when, when the situation turns for the worst, I don't know how Kyrie right. reacts in that uncertainty. I still am like, okay, like, well, yeah, yeah you know well, right. have this take, take like this. Uh,
0: if Kevin Durant and James Harden were to leave the New York Nets, do you think the Kyrie is going to stay?
1: No, no,
0: no, absolutely not. Do you think that that was also appropriate for him to slander LeBron James?
1: oh when in the podcast yeah yeah the,
0: the, lebron legitimately oh he opened up he's like i was legitimately hurt by yeah, that yeah
1: there was there was some That's, he, he made him, and, I would him be. and Katie made some weird comments in the beginning of the year i remember they made that comment about steve nash Do you remember that one and we don't need a we don't need a coach
0: yeah. we 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 can play our coach shut, shut up yeah what are you doing what are you talking about yeah
1: so they, i don't know if he's gotten to a point of of being that leader to a team that hasn't already fulfilled what they wanted to do, because like KD, you know, he's fulfilled his potential. He's already won championships. He's, uh, he's already talked about uh, this too, where like, I don't know, he, he said he they said he was a it was a comment out of um out of context, but basically that like he's won his he's won his rings, and you know how good he can be. He's he's proved that time and time again. Same with James Harden.
0: I agree with that. Same with
1: James Harden, for the most part, he's proved what he can be. Yes, there are some character concerns but, and other than moving to, you know, getting a championship, you know what James Harden can be. He's fulfilled his potential as a basketball player. But for the team that is up and coming, for the team that has, you have a shot to be that one sole guy, the vocal leader, the, or even the, just the leader on the court, Kyrie had a shot in Boston to do that. And Kyrie had a shot at the end after LeBron was, you know, planning on leaving and stuff to to start doing that. Mm-hmm. And he... And that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm not trying to be like this kind of sore ass about the Boston experience, but it showed like why he wanted, like he wanted. He said,
0: he said at the start, you're like, I, I, this is not why I'm doing this. This is not. Why. Yeah,
1: I'm not trying to be, but like it showed because now no, I, get look, look where, I get it. Look where he moved his situation to. He moved it to an obviously clearly better situation where he a, the the leadership aspect is dissipated more because the talent is increased. Like you don't need to yes. be as big of a uh, a leader and and bring guys along because people already know what their roles are coming into the year. They already know how they're going to play. They know what their games
0: are. But I get what you're saying, and 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 yes, and and also think about who's on the come up too. Like like you said, Luca is putting the effort into the Dallas Mavericks team. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's it's not ideal. They're still. At times on the struggle bus. But the thing that I do actually, he opened up and said, he's like, we're not trying as hard as we could be. Like mm-hmm. he was pretty upfront yes. with how he felt. He, he was like, I'm dissatisfied, but he's not like, I'm dissatisfied. So I'm going to leave. Right. He's like, I'm dissatisfied. So we need to make the changes. And he didn't do the thing that Celtics do he was like, oh, we just got to play harder. He's like, he's like, people just aren't like trying. He's like, people we're not boxing out. We're not running enough in transition. We're not finding each other. Yeah.
1: And that's that's
0: and so I think yeah. that that form of constructive or or that form of criticism, I think, is helpful. Yes,
1: it's huge. And it yeah. shows
0: a little bit maturity for him. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. well, it's huge
1: because I've seen, especially with the maturity part, you talked about at the end because when he talks in post games, I have never seen Luca once be, I guess, glad for whatever stat line that the the interviewer is telling him he got. Like it's one of those things where, someone will be there's about the win. yeah he's what he wants to win right and so like and that's so impressive from i think he's like 21 or 22 that's so impressive at that age to not buy into your own hype and that's that's something that like if he's learning at this age like the sky sky's the limit space is the limit basically for luka Doncic.
0: i agree all right so You've heard it here first, folks. Kyrie Irving is going to Home Depot. <laughs> Goodbye. So Kyrie Irving is going to the depot, the dep- the depot. The depot. And Shreya's is going to give us his Hamed depot. Shreya's is going to give us his fact of the week, and we're gonna head out. It's time for Shreya's fact of the week. <laughs>
1: it's not it's not that the this fact of the week is surprising in a sense but i wanted to i wanted to ask you max uh, (laughs) what do you think is the world's oldest toy
0: oh a ball in a cup no it's a stick in a wheel
1: oh wow okay that was easier than i thought yes so do you know (laughs) do you know that the stick is actually like just a stick is in the the Toy Hall of Fame.
0: <laughs> do you know that? I my grandparents used to play with this one, and what 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 they would do is
1: <laughs> like it has it like on the website for the state for the to- National Toy Hall of Fame. It literally <laughs> it just says stick inducted two thousand and eight. I, like I, I, That's another thing that I thought was funny when I was, when I, when I found out. In 2008, it. Yeah, they're,
0: they're just, like, ah, we finally ought <laughs> to give stick its <laughs> recognition. And, like,
1: you know how, like, you know how, like, Hall of Fame, especially in, like, the MLP Hall of Fame, they have, like, the veteran committee where, for the older generation that, like, they, they don't know about certain players and stuff, they're like, oh, you know, this player was overlooked in his time. So we got to bring him back into the pool of veteran MLP player, Hall of Fame candidates and, you know, bring them into the fold and you know, vote them in sometimes. Stick. So
0: stick was ignored yeah, you know, for so long. It's like
1: they had like the veteran, you know, it's like the, the veteran toy hall of fame voters, and they were like, they're like, we're missing something. My God, what is it? We've picked ball, we've picked clay, we've picked mud. Crap, crap, crap.
0: We stick, put ball in oh a cup. God,
1: we forgot stick. We got to bring it back. We got like 2008. They're like, oh, we got to bring it back. Stick is here. <laughs> so they have. They inducted in 2008. It has its own, like, like paragraph, like, and it's just, it's so fu- it's so funny to me because it's just, like, a paragraph explaining what a stick can do as a toy and then right next to it is just literally, just like, it's like a dead piece of wood. And I'm like, this is on a website. And I guess I'm just like cracking up looking at it. There, first of all, I think I had some like semblance of an idea that there was a toy Hall of Fame, but the fact that they actually had to vote—I
0: didn't, I didn't know that that was. Well, they
1: have a they have a Hall of Fame for everything, right? So it makes sense they have a toy Hall of Fame. But they had some just like an epiphany, and they were like, "We need to induct this natural item that falls off a tree."
0: Well, strange because you can take the (laughs) stick and you can, well, I I mean you can do whatever you need to with the stick, I. You know, there's something about it. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, That's what I thought of. Like, All righty. And so that's my fact of the week is that the stick is in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Well, well done, stick.
0: Congratulations well done. to stick for, uh, <laughs> you know, many years of, of inspiration and hard work. So you've you've made this country a better place. Stick. Thank you. OK. <laughs> All righty. Well, congratulations. To stick. OK. You've been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Andreas, And we'll see you next time. Peace.